Welcome everybody to Cosmic Crit, an actual play Starfinder podcast. My name is Miles, I play Raimi Quindar, the technomancer and often misanthropic human character in the show. Uh, as we get closer to the end of book one, an incident on Absalom Station, I just wanted to thank everybody who has listened in, uh, been involved in our social media campaigns, whether it's just giving us feedback, uh, sending us emails, letting us know when we kind of flubbed on the rules, and also obviously been involved in our contests and our Extra Life fundraising campaign. Since day one, I think everyone in this community has been exceptionally opening and inviting and open-minded. You know, for a lot of us, this is a not a not necessarily a scary thing, but a, a new adventure for for a lot of us who are kind of casual or first-time players. I, I know we have you know Patrick and and Jabert on on here, but for a lot of us, this is not something that we have been accustomed to. And I, I've been to a couple cons, and I've you know seen the, the tabletop RPG community you know before, but I've never really been a part of it. And this is the first time I've been here from the ground up on a an RPG release. And I can't believe how amazing everyone has been. I can't believe just how much fun that we're still having. You know, several months from the beginning. Because even when I play like certain video games, like like Destiny, which I've been playing for uh, three years, you know there are there are moments that really kind of dip. You know, you, you it feels like a job, and and thus far, I mean, playing has always been fun, and that was one of the main proponents that we set for ourselves was to ensure that everyone was always having fun. On, on top of that, because I'm so close with everyone that I play with. It really does feel like while we are making this this fictional story, you know, go forward with our characters, at the same time it's it I'm I'm hanging out with my friends. And I, I feel like that's what makes it fun for me and from some of the feedback from listeners, that's what makes it fun for them because it does feel like this very relaxed style. And that's not to toot our own horn, it's just that was something that was important to us because I think one of the best things that you know, we can prove, and that any other Starfinder podcast can prove, is that this is something that you can do with your friends. This is a form of, of hanging out with just really cool stuff going on. You know, kind of cleansing the, the cobwebs of that whole, oh, you play an RPG, you hang out in your mom's basement. And while I am recording this from, from my basement, I, I think my point is, is clear. <laughs> So I just I just wanted to like sit here and, and talk turkey with everyone for a little bit just to talk about how how much this show has meant for, for me personally and how much that I hope that everyone continues to enjoy and interact with us because that's something that has meant the world to I, I can speak for everyone on, on this show I think everyone has just been blown away by every single person that interacts with us and listens to us and the other shows that have joined in on stuff with us. It's been an amazing community. Paizo has been just fantastic with their with their output and everything, and I could not be happier. But the, the real thing is, like, I wouldn't trade this for for anything with anyone because I, I have a blast. And since it was my turn to give an intro, and we're getting closer to the end of the first chapter, I just wanted to kind of, you know, pull away the curtain and, and chit chat with everyone for a little bit, and. 
I'm super, super excited to what's going on in the future. Patrick's cooking up some very, very cool stuff. And we have some other, you know, special extra episodes down the pipeline that will come out mm, someday. We're not going to say yet. But without further ado, here comes our newest episode, No Rest for the Weekend. Last time on Cosmic Crits. Our heroes learn that next time they're given a ship, they should read the fine print. Alindra joined the club and got bitten just like Andis and Edris. Raimi was successful for once, taking pot shots at Akata. We found a package for... What was his name? There's something intelligent on this ship trying to communicate with us. We hear a tapping, tapping from the wall. A code, it seems, to tell us all. Doshkos are for tiny lizards. Real lizards use their bear claws. Where did you get bear claws? There's a Dunkin' Donuts down the street. (laughs) (laughs) Episode commencing in. Three, two, one. Episode initiated. Hi, everyone. We're back in the comfortable computer chairs in our own homes, basking in the glow of our monitors, ready to roll some dice around the digital table. This is Patrick, your GM, and I have the pleasure to introduce this week my five players and friends. First, to my left, one stealth check away from improved mental defenses, Drew, playing Mac Sizrak. Hi, everybody. To his left. A computer's check closer to hacking roll 20. Jabert playing Andis, 147. I'm going to get there one of these days. <laughs> Across the digital table, a walking critical hit laser rifle attack roll. Miles rocking a Raimi. Pew, pew. <laughs> to his left, a, a diplomacy roll away from making friends with the coat check girl. Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. Hello. And to my right, a failed fortitude save at an inappropriate time. Tyler playing Adrosferonis. Did you know how many credits you can save by claiming all of these kids? <laughs> Dependents. <laughs> it's dependents? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Edris is going to be rich, honestly. <laughs> so, no, it, it, there are millions of embryos in you, but they kill each other and you, and only one survives. Sounds it's like Highlander like, on a molecular like, level. Sounds like yeah. not real embry bros. Oh, boy. We're going to cut that oh, out, geez. right? We're going to cut that one out? You need to cut it out. (laughs) The sound of shame over podcast (laughs) form. It's unfortunate because Drew is so good at dad jokes and I'm not. But so like if he he was infected, he'd be making killer dad jokes. (laughs) I'm not. It's a wasted opportunity, honestly. Yeah, no. Throw knack in the fire there. (laughs) Get him bit. You know, you know, GM, you have the opportunity tonight. Well, that, you know, that brings me to what I want to talk about before we started playing this week, which is I want to point out something to our listeners, which they might have picked up from listening to our play. But I don't pull my punches as a GM. I make all of my roles in the open on roll 20 where all the players can see them. So there's no GM screen where oftentimes a game master can fudge some numbers and change things, uh, you know, for better or worse for their players. So pretty, pretty dangerous. Like a couple weeks ago when I critted Alindra and could have easily killed off one of our favorite characters because I did maximum damage on that role. Pretty, pretty dangerous stuff. But that's that's just the way that we've been 
plane, you know. This, but there's a safe group. there's a safe point in this room, right? <laughs> uh, you, you have to find the med bay, which <laughs> yeah, before you <laughs> checkpoint up, uh, you have to find the ink ribbon first. Yeah, but I just wanted to ask you guys: we've been playing like this for about a year, actually, in various games, Pathfinder, Starfinder. Um, what do you guys think of it? Do you do you like this style? Do you like seeing my roles? Yes, especially mm-hmm. when uh, they look bad. It's very heartening. <laughs> One, it does keep you honest, and for better or worse, when you roll a one, which we know you have done, we get Mm. to see it and we get to enjoy that. Uh, Because I don't want to accuse any other GMs out there of rolling a one behind a a screen and then saying it's a six or saying it's a 15 or something like that. Oh, I've definitely done that. I don't know about once, but I've definitely turned a a nine into like a 19 or something. Like, oh, I hit. Oh, that's sucks for you yeah so it's it's, there's a fairness quality to the whole thing that i enjoy yeah so and but you guys are only seeing my dice rolls you're not seeing modifiers you're not seeing other like environmental stuff that might be going on so i i I, so on the flip side of it is i don't like it um i don't like Mm -hmm. that i can see your rolls simply because um I mean, when I simply like kind of what you were saying with the modifiers, it's usually pretty easy to figure out what what the modifiers are for the creatures that we're fighting because I can see the rolls. Um, if you roll, let's say a nine, and you're like, "Well, that's a hit," and I know that my AC yeah. is eighteen, I'm like, "Oh gosh, this thing has a big modifier or whatever." And the other unfortunate thing, and I kind of my mean, why, why is that a bad thing? Well, yeah, um, I mean, it's if- it, it it makes meta gaming much harder to avoid. Like, cause you just, all of a sudden you just start, you know what the modifiers are. Um, you can, See, tra- you can sometimes if you, if you know, the more you know about the creature, sometimes it's harder for you not to subconsciously do things. Um, I think that's, that it's fine because there should be some accountability in, I think your characters would know if you have like all this really tough defense and you're a fast player. And if this thing is able to hit you, your character would be able to figure out it's like, oh man, they're equally as fast or talented or, you know, have, they have a really good gun that's got like a scope on it. Mm-hmm. So I think some of the gamesmanship yeah. in those numbers you as a player should have, um, and, but maybe not all of them. Yeah. And that part's secondary. My main I guess my main issue with it is character death. To me, character death needs to come like I, I think as a GM, it needs to be planned very specifically or, or not maybe very specifically, but it, it should happen in a dramatic time at a dramatic moment to where that character's death had meaning. And because you roll it in front of us, like if you crit and you kill us, there's nothing you can do about it. Like we've already seen it happen and you, yeah. you can't. So uh, like a great example was in, a, in a, when we played a different game, <laughs> we were just, just we were just like a random encounter. And my guy just got absolutely <laughs> obliterated because but I kind know, of like that because I mean, hit. adventuring is dangerous. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, oh. I kind of like that aspect of it. I don't think I don't think. I feel like if you're thinking too much about it being dramatic, you're that's more metagaming than anything else is like, I mean, it, it's it's very possible that some random thing could kill you and not just the big bad. Sure. And you should definitely make them feel like they're in danger. But it's it to me, it doesn't tell as good of a story. Just like your character died in a random place because not not even because like you particularly did something dangerous. It's just like literally life sucks. And yeah, this guy well, just got absolutely murdered. And although, yeah, you're right. It is that's, like that's, that's the, the verisimilitude of, of this game is, you know, one one bad role or series of roles could mean the, the difference in any like situation between life and death. That first fight we had in Docking Bay 94, two crits and, you know, that could have spelled the end for some of your characters, you know? Did crit. I thought you did crit me twice. Well, no, I'm, I don't believe I did. But, uh, oh, I mean, 
depending on you know which character it was and how much health you had left at the at the time they could have been a you know yeah. a very and, bad situation to me that would suck i mean there'd be nothing worse than it's like welcome to your first <laughs> combat you're dead <laughs> like, i mean i mean I, I just that would just be I, the worst yeah i think everybody should just uh really hope that you can hang on to your characters and if if we get a tpk you guys are all going to play in my gm'd game of wait, piano wait fall. what we're going to start playing <laughs> piano fall where uh, you guys are adventuring around and pianos random uh, periodically just fall from the sky, and you have to you have to yeah. you have to just not get hit by the piano and uh, yeah, exactly. you have very little control over that. <laughs> so it's I, just I, a series of reflex saves. I, I have to yes. I have to ask as a as a tabletop RPG noob, TPK mm-hmm. total player kill total, total party kill. Kill. total party kill yeah. Speaking of total party kill, are you guys ready to play? Okay. What a segue. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Drew. <laughs> like, that was I just figure if someone dies in this game, they'll make a new character. No, you're off the show forever. Yeah. <laughs> so hold on That's, to you. these original that was right. the contract. That so we so at, at some started. point, if it's just like me and you, Patrick, alone <laughs> some nights, just going wait, through. Wait, Ramey, wait, the, the ultimate you you're hero. the one that's going to <laughs> Well, <laughs> so if, if these little babies hatch, Three of you are dead. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have a ship to get home. <laughs> yeah, I might find something out in the, that door over there. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be me and my pet rat. Let's right, figure out. Hey, 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 let's, hey, let's, let's figure let's, it out. All right, all right, all right, all right. Last time, you guys were getting back into the Acreon, back in the Dead Suns, and you guys continued to examine the ghost ship, clearing out some more, a couple more of these dangerous space beasts, and setting off a trap, probably left by the crew. That's where we found ourselves. The last thing that happened, I believe, was Andis one four seven. You heard a like an SOS being tapped out over the ship's main bulkhead that runs through like the middle of the ship. So yeah, we we are back in it. What do you guys want to do? I want to know what the uh, SOS message says. Is it literally just SOS? Yeah, it's like a a, a call for for help. Uh, it, it might say you know, help. We we are not having a good time. So I have a weird thought. So there was this this room we were just in was booby trapped, right? Which yes. implies that there's something either beyond this room or in this room that was worth protecting in some way. So is there is there any kind of secret passageway or something that we can find, or is, can we like get up into the the ceiling somehow or anything like that? This, is, this doesn't count Doom's hidden dungeon. <laughs> There's no, no secret uh, compartments that you've found. This room that you guys uh, ended in is uh, just another cargo bay. There's some some boxes here. I believe this is where you found you found some some medical equipment. Um, I, I know we did find the fusion seal and the med packs. Yes, that was it. The fusion seal, uh, disruptive fusion seal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, and- Andis. Did you want to like answer them back? Yeah, I'm gonna tap back. Uh, friends, not Akata. Response I get. Um, I'm gonna roll a d20. Okay, and after maybe like a solid minute, you get a message tap back that just reads, "What?" All right, I'll tap back. We are fr- we are friendly. We are here to help. So tell us where on the ship you are. Is this message too long? I hope it's not. What the <laughs> f- is wrong with you? <laughs> I tap it. I tap it out like really quickly too. I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm so tired of this. I'm tired of you. After Translate about a, faster. 
After about a minute, you get back a message. What, what? <laughs> All right. I'm not going to say anything. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I guess we'll move on. Should we continue searching the rooms? Wait, well, we need to wait one moment. One moment. I tap three times on the ceiling. Uh, if you need, they me. they tap back three times. Okay. Wait, where are you tapping? Against the bulkhead. Yeah, basically, like against like the main metal struts running along the 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 back walls of the the ship here. So, is someone hmm. inside there? Some someone seems to be yeah close to midship to where to where you guys are. I stick my head out the the door and I say, "Hey, is anybody in here?" And I wait to hear a response. Uh, make a perception check for me. All right. I <laughs> said so that's a twenty on perception. Okay, yeah. So you you poke your head out in the the kind of dimly lit hallways here of the Acreon, and you do hear um, what sound, sounds like some scuttling about on the other side of the ship, on the port side of the ship. Okay. Should we? Should we? We should rest there? first. I because thought we'd already rested. You guys have not rested yet, no. Okay, I go to bed. All right. Is everyone resting? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am nestled against Andis. Yeah. You found so, some rooms. You found some beds. Yeah. Taking a nap. So, um, I think uh, right right before, like as everybody's, as we've obviously decided to rest, like as everybody's kind of getting ready to settle in. I think Andis would uh, go over to Alindra and be like, "Oh, Alindra, uh, can I can I talk to you for a second? Sure. It's romance time. So, <laughs> Edris kind of goes in and just like sits on one of these crates that he's probably gonna sleep on, and it's just and he's just gonna like um, I was thinking, and uh, I know we've only been traveling around for a little while now, and um, but uh, I used to captain a Norakama class ship that I took to the diaspora. I signed on under the free captains, and I used it to commit some piracy for a period of time. I loved that ship, and, uh, well, one day, there was a mutiny, and one of my, someone who I thought was my closest comrade ended up betraying me and leaving me for dead. When the hippocampus was given to us, I, I thought this was a chance of redemption for me. I thought it was a chance to prove that I could be a good captain and rectify the mistakes I made that caused me to lose my last ship. But yet, it wasn't even a day until I lost this ship, and it has become painfully aware that uh, until I can get my old ship back, I'm not really fit to captain anything else. Oh, Edris, don't be too hard on yourself. I mean, we're all new here and, and still learning about how we all fit on this team. I appreciate it, but a captain must take responsibility for such a massive failure as losing an entire shuttle. So, the next time we do get a starship, I will call everyone together and I'm going to announce that I'm going to step down as captain. And I'm going to request that we, and suggest that we, appoint you as captain. Address that I'm, I'm honored. Thank you. I, is there is there a reason that you see me as, as being fit for that kind of role? I mean, I think you are strong-willed, obviously. You are a capable fighter. You have the charisma and diplomacy to handle any crew disputes or outside disputes. I see a very capable leader in you. 
all the thing, only thing that you lack is experience, and experience is something we will all gain in our adventures. If you are ever in need of advice or need a need, you know need someone to help, I will be more than happy to assist you. But uh, I think this is a position that you were probably born to fill. Thank you. I can't tell you how how much your confidence means to me. I have so much respect for you and and how you've helped us so far. So I I appreciate the the confidence very much. I do have a lot of confidence in your abilities, and I think that this will be that our little makeshift family here will be very successful with you at the lead. Well, let's hope that we can find a ship soon, and then I'll be a captain. It's at that point that Robob pops up from behind a crate and says, that was beautiful. It's definitely making it into the final print. Uh, you guys, so much uh, of that thing that I have been told is a human emotion. Love it. Love it a lot. You should probably not get it Not just now, human, though. not just human. Also <laughs> Lushington and Vesk. So much, of that, um, so much of that emotion that they... they right. They say you non-robots have. <laughs> do you do you, do you go to sleep, Rob Ob, or do you have a shutdown? No, I'm I'm. You're just gonna watch me while I sleep. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I'm gonna get some good shots of all you sleeping. Yeah. Uh, well, good, <laughs> good night. Good night, Alindra. All right. So, so Alindra every- goes back to a bed, and how much health or whatever everyone, do I get back? Everyone's sleeping up. Night descends on the the endless night of space. You guys rest up. You get all of your stamina back. You get all of your your RP back, your resolve points, and you get two hit points back. Awesome. A whopping two hit points. A whopping two. Um, I, I have a question. Do any do, Has enough time uh, passed that I get any spells back? Uh, Regaining daily use abilities and spells. To regain 24 hours must have passed since the last regained use of your abilities. You must also have rested for eight continuous hours. So if from like uh, getting up and getting on the ship, it has not been 24 hours. But uh, if you wait like probably another eight hours after you wake up, you can you can get all your spells back right now. You still have, I think, your spell cache. Is that correct? Yeah, so I think I have one left. Correct. So we'd have to. So basically, we need to wait sixteen hours in order for our spellcaster to get spells back. All right, everybody, back to bed. Well, you can just you know hang out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's just kind of basically hang out for eight hours, poking through the rest of these crates and stuff. Drew, you said that you're fine. You don't want to rest up yet. Did you have something you wanted Nick to do? Uh, just kind of. There's got to be some way out of this room that we haven't found yet because traps were set inside it. The door was locked or closed from the inside. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some way to get out of this room that we haven't found yet. I mean, like most of the cargo bays, some of the bulkheads could have been detached and then reattached. You know, there's all kinds of things you can get at behind there, but you, they, they might have just set the trap and then closed the door, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Can I, can I possibly, is there anything that, that Robob could fit in? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's lots of places that you or Robob can kind of poke around in, but nothing, nothing that leads very far. Just, you know, some, some access conduits for like electronics and 
some uh, of the, the guts all over the ship. I think he's asking if there's a box that he could shove Robob in. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna make Robob go through the uh basically a Dallas and alien run through the <laughs> Oh oh gosh. Game over, man. Game over. No, not nothing nothing really like that. Okay. Cool. So So yeah, you guys you guys rest up and you wanna just keep relaxing. You know, it's it's maybe like the the middle of the night when you're you're done sleeping, but you can you can wait until mid afternoon the the next day from where you've left Absalom Station and uh, have Raimi practice his arcane arts, his techno mancy arts to get his spells back. Yeah, we're we're on no we're on no kind of time crunch, and these these Akata are obviously dangerous, so we should definitely go in with full abilities well except that we're diseased doesn't like the time passing have some bearing on that oh, yeah. after about another eight hours or so you're going to get another chance to try and beat the disease by just your your fortitude your your constitution kind of uh, staving it off you know the body's so own should... immune system what's up oh, Drew? Oh, that's an auto uh, so so we got three of these med patches and i know uh Miles mentioned that Raimi had a med patch. Does anybody else have any kind of healing item that we should be aware of? I have a serum of healing mark one. That's all I have. I have. You found you found two healing mark one serums in this last room you've explored as well last week. Okay. Oh, Uh, who wants to take those? Can I take one? Okay. So Alindra gets one. Let's not give it to Nack. He never gets hit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I already have one. I'm just kidding, buddy. You can take it. No, I, I've got one. Okay. Great. So, yeah, what do you guys want to do? You want to keep exploring, or do you want to just keep resting up? Maybe we should keep exploring until it's time for us to do our next fort save, right? <clears throat> okay. So, I mean, there's still a, a few sections of the ship you've uh, yet to explore. Why don't, why don't we go over to the port side of this here ship? Uh, go to the... Is there so, a door? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, when you... I- Nope. When you go to the port side of the ship, the lights flicker on and you find a small galley, a little kitchen area in the ship. Ah, uh, uh, I make a I make a great Vescarium omelet. Who wants there's, breakfast? There's a couple of fold down tables, a small kitchenette area. Bins lay open, their contents kind of strewn across the, the floor. But we do find is containers of water and large containers of salt. I knew it! Well. <laughs> oh, right. Let's... Are there any, like, jars we can make some, like, makeshift uh, kind of grenade-like things? Yep, there's, like, little cups and um, flasks and things like that. Oh, yeah, let's let's make some containers. Any, 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 any water balloons? <laughs> not a, you know, believe it or not, not a single water balloon. I, I know it's oh, hard to believe. But well, if if this is the if, worst spaceship ever, yeah. What about a super soaker? <laughs> what we probably should do is is pour or get some salt water in the wounds of our bitten comrades to get rid of all the the embryos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think um, it works on that. I, I think, think it's that only works. on the live. I, I think we've been asking that question for the last month. I thought yeah. he, I thought yeah, the, no I thought the thing time. about the embryos is that simple salt water would would kill no, that, that's no, no, no. That's, that's, that's the, the things themselves, the themselves. <laughs> the I have, are in their blood so then I have fun. completely missed the point of that I am sorry <laughs> yeah well, that's, that's <laughs> what happens you, you have that uh, that level of ignorance when you're not uh, you know dying of the disease <laughs> you don't care <laughs> Yeah, so Ed- Edris would like to take some of these jars or flask and mix in some uh, like 
good a lot of salt a lot of water and uh, try and make you know uh, a certain amount of makeshift salt water grenades that uh, can be handed out to you know knack andis and Ramy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll take one. Here's a dumb, one. Here's a dumb it's idea. It's so easy, you don't need to make a roll for it, because it's literally oh. combining water and salt Can to make salt water. <laughs> Guys, that's that's uh, the hidden, the, the, I, the KFC recipe. Here's, a, here's how many. <laughs> Tyler, what you got? I just wanted to ask uh, the quantity that we were able to fashion together. I mean, you can all make two to three flasks of, of salt water if you want. So... so 10 to 15 amongst all of you. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, Edris will just hand his off to other people. Um, so, okay. Drew, did you have a question? I did. Um, this probably going to be a dumb thing to say. We have melee weapons. Can we coat those with salt? That's not a dumb idea. You cannot do that, because that is definitely not how liquids work. <laughs> that, you, you, you baptize your weapons in, in salt water, and then just falls off <laughs> yeah it's, I, mean, I just i didn't you know I, like I okay said, so you guys have Here's got another idea is there any honey we put honey <laughs> or maybe a jelly on the sword and we get it all sticky we put that in the salt. what so, if we just some... coat ourselves in salt water <laughs> I, I hear take a bath and then we let them go to town on us i, really I hear that ve- i hear that up. uh the vegemite is very salty is there any vegemite that we can spread on on some weapons <laughs> uh, moving on with the, with the, okay. the show so with the podcast. so alindra did did you want any of the saltwater grenades yes please okay I'll so take. why does everybody gets three except for Edris? I think that would be. I think that's good. I mean, is that is that wise? Is there a reason you want to be unarmed? I mean, because I'm a melee guy. I mean, I don't really care to throw. I mean, yeah, but you're gonna have oh, the easiest chance to throw anything like right yeah, on. Yeah, that's the fine. I'll, I'll I'll take three. I'll yeah. Yeah, the, but the best thing I can do is you know, Edris is like I I'll go in. They can they'll all they'll all try to attack me, and that way you guys will be free to throw these things. Cool. Alrighty, where to next, everybody? Let's do, go to this let's, far door? Yeah, let's try far port well, door number one. Can can we send Robob in there to see if he sees anything before we all start charging into that room? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, okay, yeah. Let's. Uh, can Robob open doors, or do I have to like try and? Open uh, no, one of you would have to to open it for him. He's he's a little flying robot drone. Okay, I'll try and like just like open the door just big enough for him to like peek inside. Uh, all right, Robob flies over and is like, "Can do. I like shooting rooms. That's that's what I do best." Oh my gosh! Oh, what is this? He peeks inside. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. There's nothing in here. <laughs> <laughs> Can we search the room anyway? Yeah. So it's the same kind of messy crew quarters. There's some like personal effects, some photos. Not not a whole else uh, lot in here. Uh, well, let's try okay. this next door. next door. Let's try this last door. S- same deal. I'll open it and let Robob look in. Uh, yep, yeah, so you, you hit the, the button and um, it seems to be locked. It goes, mah, mah, mah. it opens just like maybe a, an inch and there seems to be something blocking it and it kind of jams up. Robbins was like, I can't see in there. Can't go can inside. I, can I try and make a strength check and force it open? Yes. Okay, can I roll over that 19 that I wasted on my perception check? Can Can you <laughs> roll in again right now? Yes, you can. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's why I said. Okay, <laughs> there it is. Nineteen. So nineteen. Nice. That's nice. 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 Uh, that's going to be a twenty. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Ooh. 
if only someone was helping you out, uh, you are not able to jam it open more than like three inches or so. But inside, in the darkness, I need everyone to make an initiative roll. Oh, wait, no, we already did initiative roll before, <laughs> before the, the show started. We are in combat right now as you, Edros Veronis, bam, bam, uh, take a couple of laser blasts right by your head. They both... Wait, what's your EAC? Uh, my EAC is 13 right now. Oh my gosh. Very much a mess. Uh, yeah, so both of these go wide. They hit the door. One um, pops out over your head. And we Oof. are in initiative. And at the very top of this initiative, with a 23, believe it or not, is a dross. A dross for honest. Okay, so this is a, the door is just barely open, like three inches, right? Correct, yes. Is it enough that I could, like, just fire inside yeah yeah blindly fire uh, okay i guess first first i i first i'm gonna call out i'm gonna be like hold your fire hold your fire we're we're here to help why are you shooting at me and then you're gonna fire <laughs> is, that <laughs> what you, is that what you're gonna do <laughs> if nobody responds back then yeah i'm gonna fire in that room <laughs> uh there, there's not a not a response okay i'm gonna just you know put the barrel of my heavy artillery laser weapon <laughs> Stop resisting! Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Fire inside. Uh, here we go. That's a 19 again. That's three 19s in a row. Roll, roll, roll me another d20. Okay. Boom. And a All right. All right. So you just destroy the one of the uh, the beds in here that oh. looked, looked like a figure. And we're going down to Alindra. You hear some scuffling, and you see a draws trying to pull the doors open, and they just immediately start shooting inside. <laughs> Wasting 19s left and right. Yeah, I have no idea what to do. I mean, it's open. How much is, is it open? Yeah, just maybe maybe four inches at this point, right? Because I said four inches. Okay. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's wide enough to shoot inside. Okay. Uh, well, I will get my laser pistol out and try to shoot inside then. Go for it. So I rolled a natural one. Oh. Yep. You definitely hit the door. <laughs> you hit the door itself. <laughs> Just kind of bounces off. Um, there's some more laser fire from inside. It <laughs> One of it, uh, it doesn't hit you. It bounces off the door and the ricochet hits you. <laughs> because oh, even you were getting a plus four to your EAC and that is still a hit. Mm -hmm. All right. I are, guess, you for, are you ready for I this? We're just going to have to like open up the up just next turn. I guess I'll just try and open the door up more. One point of damage is a little oh. laser rifle. Singes a scale. A single scale. I'm not, I'm not looking good. <laughs> and then from in inside, you you hear some scuffling, and you hear a, a very a light voice say, "Hold fire, Catiwapas! These are not the beasts, but sentient folk like you and I." Catiwapas. I... But Bumfuzzle, what if they too mean us <gasps> harm? Therefore, blasting is recommended, nay, required. Is, is, are these the philosopher goblins? Philosophoblins? <laughs> the philosophoblins? Philosophoblins, we definitely mean you harm. That's yeah. So the the door is opened up a little bit more, and uh, light peers in, and you do see hiding underneath the bed that Edros nearly destroyed, uh, two small goblins with their terrible, terrible laser pistols aimed aimed up at you. Oh, there's a hold, hold hold fire, everybody! It just seems to be you know two goblins. I will put away my weapon and kind of like just have my hands up. Just be like, we hmm. we don't mean you any harm. Just trying to rid the ship of the beast that have taken it over. 
one of them looks to the other and says, We shall see if he is true, friend. Though to tempt fate in our current predicament is ill-advised. We goblins are condemned to be free and choose our own fate. Hello? Who, who that be? Be you friend or foe? And if you be the latter, do not fib and claim to be the former. I am... My name is Edris Varanus. These are my co-workers. Alindra, Raimi, Nack, and Andis147. Oh, yes. Oh, we remember you. The heroes. Oh, it's you guys again. Hello. What what uh what are you guys doing on the Acreon? How did you even get here? Oh, we arrived here with our leader, Kaliwobble, but unfortunately he mistook those beasts as spiritual allies in our cosmic journey to enlightenment. Yes, those blue dogs ate his face off him while he tried to reason with them. I, I thought he looked I'm familiar. I'm sorry for your I'm sorry for your for your loss of your comrade. Mm-hmm. We discovered reason was not reason enough for those brutes. As have we. Were, yes. were you the ones that were tapping to, to send the, the message on the pipes? Yes, that, that was Bunfuzzle here. He has a technical know-how. Well, we are we came here aboard our own ship, but uh, unfortunately our ship has malfunctioned somewhat and uh, left. So we are stranded here as much as you are, and we are hoping to retake the bridge and try and find a way off this nightmare. The smaller of the two, Cattywampus, says to his his friend here, We goblin are too weak to discover the truth by reason alone, though we can help you in your endeavors, whatever they may be. And Bumfuzzle says, May, may we accompany you and help you rid the ship of those blue devils perhaps in exchange for safe harbor from this ghost vessel. Edris would kind of look around and just be like, I I am I am in favor of this. Uh, this seems any help. Deal. Yes, any help. We are definitely want to get rid of these, and the more people involved, the greater chance of success. Cool. So, so they, they walk out and take stock of the, the ship. Now that it's got uh, uh, its, its atmosphere, they, they take off their domed helmets, their fishbowl helmets, and, and breathe in some, and the uh, you know, kind of stretch their legs. It looks like they've been in there for a while. We have cleared most of the ship, including the cargo bays and the power core. Uh, all the crew quarters and the galley are cleared. All that is left is the bridge. They they kind of look at each other trepidatiously, and uh, they they look scared, and they say, "There are there are things on the bridge. Yes, yes, things. Beware. What kinds of things? The the blue things? We know not. Monsters, sure, but we." Are we heard them in the night. How many do you think there are? Eighteen dozen. <laughs> That's quite a lot. Uh, what? 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 These guys are adorable. What time is it on the ship right now? Ship time. They said we heard them in the night. I'm just trying to figure out what time of quote day. I mean, you guys have been here for sixteen hours, so at some point they must have rested as well. Just didn't know uh, if night was relative to them or relative to, like, a ship's internal day. No, lights are on, lights are on. All right, well, I think we might as well... I mean, we've cleared out the entire ship, so uh, Alindra and Edra should just take point and everybody file in behind. And uh, I'm going to try, and I think a good game plan is... The, as soon as I open the door, I'm going to step forward and try and, you know... Uh, 
get their attention, whatever's in there, get their attention and try and, you know, get them to attack me. And then uh, hopefully we can just pepper them with uh, ranged attacks. Uh, the, the goblins look at one another and it's like, that's that's what Kali Waddle did, but that's how Kali Waddle died. We'll be back here if you need us. Yes, any, any, uh, say we send the robot in first, not in this the, the little one. <laughs> I, uh, says, that doesn't sound like a great idea for me. I don't. I don't think I approve of that. I'm gonna go. I up don't to, think we asked you. I'm gonna go up to Kaliwobble and Cattywampus and mm-hmm. give them my water, salt water flasks. Okay, they're like. I'm say, oh, this tastes. This tastes awful. No, don't <laughs> drink it. No, 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 don't drink it. Don't. Drink it. <laughs> you throw. You throw it. You throw it at them. Throw it at them. They yes. splash each other with it. Another, another. I'm like, I am, I am so close to just being like, all right, you know what? Just hold this and like pulling the pin out of a grenade. (laughs) (laughs) Go say hi to the nice little the blue beasties. Yeah, no. If uh, if you see any of the blue beasts, throw those flasks at them. They are weak to the salt water that we have put inside of it. And uh, if you don't have any of those, just try and shoot them as best you can with your. Uh, laser pistols. If you can provide herring fire, that would be even better. D- does okay. no one remember that these jerks like sicked a giant robot on us? That we easily defeated. Yesterday's enemies, today's allies. Caddy Wumpus uh, says to to Bumfuzzle. He says, "They seek to confront these beasts. They seek their own death, but they must take caution. Yes, caution, for they killed Collywobble." And the ship's crew here, more than likely, danger prowls on the bridge. Danger. <sighs> okay, so I'm going to hit quick save really quick and then open the door. <laughs> Are you going in a draw, sir? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <sighs> pumping, my, I'm pumping myself up. Yeah, I'm going to. So Ed Ross is going to open the door and step inside. Or, or let's just open the door first, I guess. So beep, boop, beep. Put a robot in there. Oh, phew. There's nothing there. Um, yeah, so you open up the doors. Are you stepping through? Yes, I will take a tentative step inside. Cool. The the lights flicker on. We've rolled initiative rolls before the start of the game because uh. Uh, the three of these creatures turn around. They were hulked over in the dark. Looks like they were building up another store of uh, no cool, and they all stare in your guys' direction. We're in combat. The bridge Let's has go. three Akatas. The top of the order here, uh, Knack, you've rolled the highest with a 22. Drew, what have you got for us? Okay, can I, from my current position in the hallway, uh, can I see any of these guys? You can't see anything, now. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to move up here. Can I see? I can probably see that guy. Yes. Yes, if you move up. You can. Right. I, got, I, spot one of the, I spot one in the corner. Get him! It never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> and next in the turn order is Andis with a 19. Jabert, what do you have? Nice. Oh, uh, I think you know what I'm going to do. I'm throwing a frag grenade at the couple that are over on the right-hand side. Nice. Yes. So I oh, don't know how to do that. I think it's, a, <laughs> it's, I don't, I think it's like a ranged attack. It or, is. Yeah, it's it's based on strength, this ranged attack, though. Okay, it's a, so it's... It, so it's based on strength, but then what is but then what does Dex do? Dex does something else. It's they they get a reflex save for half damage, and that's based on your your Dex. Okay, okay. 
Yeah. But I have so, to hit the square first. Co correct, or it goes in a random direction. Okay. Well, I'm going to throw it at um, this square, kind of like right between Right between them? them? Yep. Makes sense, because even if you miss, it'll at least hit one of them. Right, right. That's my Come on, buddy. That's my hope. Clink. Mm. Oh, that's a yeah, I was about to say you don't have any negative right? Is it just straight dice from roll? The one that everyone in the everyone in the party has? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I don't have any negative to strength, so you get to add your bab to that, I suppose. Oh, oh, your bab? Yeah. Oh, um, then yeah, that'll be a twelve then. Uh, yeah, so that is a hit. Yes, in because you're within range. Oh. Okay. So I'm gonna have to roll a reflex save for both these guys. Roll low. So that first one. Yes! Natural one. Yes. Not going to hurt <laughs> your guys' uh, campaign here. And the second one, an 11. So what is your dexterity bonus? My dexterity bonus is plus two. Okay. So the second one saves okay. here. So go ahead and roll that damage. Frag grenade is D6. Is that correct? Or? Frag grenade one is 1d6 piercing and 15 feet. Yes. Nice. All right, cool. Go ahead and roll it. I thought it was way better than that. Nope, it's <laughs> not, but hot garbage. Uh, no, that's pretty darn useful to a a group. Yeah, really useful. <laughs> <laughs> two damage oh. on the one who didn't make the save, uh, and one damage on the one who did. Yep, roll the two. So uh, oh. the grenade goes clink, and it explodes, and uh, just sending shards into both these things. Uh, they look oh, pretty I unhappy. I got a grenade for you. I do Ooh. not think that that damage warranted that sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next in the turn order is Alindra. I feel like right. I hid firecrackers underneath their seats or something. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm going to go toward um, photon attunement. There we go. I'm going to walk over. This guy uh, to uh, at the front of the bridge, kind of uh, in, near one of these chairs is the one that has get them on. Oh, okay, that guy up there. Yeah, there's um, two two to the right, what? and those are the ones that were grenade, and then there's one to, to this ridge. Okay, I'm gonna walk right up to this guy that has get them on him, and um, pull out my solar weapon and melee attack, um, and I actually have a minus three mm -hmm. to my attack. Oh, um, but, set, but I- What'd you get there? Had a 21 minus three, so that takes you down to what, night? Plus, plus one for get him. Still a hit. 19. Yay. Hit. Yeah, that'll, that'll more than do it. Cool. I do not think they, I do not think they have a very high case. Yeah, so, um, so that's 1d6 plus my strength. Let's do it. Uh, and oh. I rolled a one. Um, <laughs> and then my strength is normally three, but I have negative three to strength mm -hmm. because I'm diseased. Yeah. Yeah. But photon attuned, so two but damage. But photon attuned, so two damage. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna chip, we're chipping away. <laughs> All right. Him to death. It's about to get bit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's their turn. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh, at least this guy came. Oh, bit. Lord. Okay, good. That, oh, phew. Okay. <laughs> so two of them are, are swamping at Idros, and they... I guess can sense some more people maybe out in the hole. Uh, this one that is on you, Alindra, is going to try and clamp down on you with a bite. And I've rolled an 18 on the dice. That is a hit oh, for uh, four points of damage. Okay. And I'm going to need make a fort save for me. 
We're gonna have to make so many. Unnatural. Yeah, twenty. Oh yeah. You're good. You're on. And we're moving on. All right. These uh, these other two are coming at Edrosferonis, flanking him from either side of the room. Not good. Not good. Two hits on Edros and. So one of them gets a, a really good, healthy bite out of uh, your midsection. Another one just kind of bites onto you, like your 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 forearm, uh, doing minimal damage. So one is three damage, and the other is six damage. Okay. And you can get me for those fort saves as well. Two fort saves. Mm-hmm. Two fort saves. First fort save. We're good. Uh, is okay. Second fort save is gonna be a nine. also good. Okay. All right. Is a very simple DC. <laughs> we are on to that was the Akanta's turn. Raimi. All right. So can I throw like one of the goblins at them like as a snack? <laughs> <laughs> just just throw the salt water. Oh, actually, you know what? I forgot all about the goblins. I rolled their initiative in the previous fight. I didn't roll it for this one, so they actually go first, and they they do charge forward. <laughs> they have their little flasks and say, for Kali Wobble! <laughs> and, and toss them at this uh, Natural 20! Come on, do it! Do it! Do it. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, yeah. One of them splashes the one directly in front of him, so Cattywampus uh, splashes <laughs> Bumfuzzle just in the back of the head. The other one does uh, manage to hit the Akata. Nice. Does two points of damage. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so the, the salt water seems to like burn it. This this one that's immediately two on uh, Edras Ferranis is right, the one that kind of did a very light bite on him. Uh, yeah, so that that's their turn. They kind of ran up and just started throwing salt water. Across the room, Ramy, Ramy. Now we're on to you. All right, so uh, I have one saltwater grenade, correct? You do. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna throw mine. Um, well, it's not a. Gr- it's not a grenade. It's, not, it's a, not a grenade. It's just a a, a splash of water, which of water. Uh, I will uh, peel the curtain back. Did D6 damage. So <laughs> it's up to you what you want to do, right? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got it. I might as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so that's a ranged attack, correct? Yeah. So I get plus four. Yeah, see, pretty simple. That ten. is actually a miss. Fortunately, it's just ten. Yeah. So yeah, you get it. You're throwing it from about Should've fifteen, twenty feet away. Uh, so yeah, it just splashes the ground uh, in front of the cicada in the doorway. Okay. That means you can't cross, though, right? <laughs> I'm like I said, I don't, I don't think it works like that. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Just I coat say, yourself hey, in hey, it. Hey, salt water's pooling the floor, so I mean, he's got to step in if he wants to get to me. It's like, you know, a half a liter. You know, it's it's not like a, you know, your Moses. <laughs> it's going to hurt his feetsies. Dropping the Red Sea on the arm. Why don't a we... A 12 ounce wanna... can might do more damage if thrown with enough force. <laughs> Miles, do you wanna uh, do you wanna have Raimi move at all? Or are you okay where you are? Yeah, I'm fine where I am right now. And bottom of the turn order, Edros Varanis, uh, surrounded by these. So I, I'm, I see this one guy, you know, burning from the water, and I'm gonna target that guy and use the knowing that they have flame resistance, just the tactical doshko coming down hard. Oh, it's a Seven. seventeen on the dice. Whoa, whoa, I'm sure whoa. that's a hit. That is a hit. Uh, D12. 11, 11 damage, damage. plus Good 5 nice. minus 3 so uh, that's going to be uh, 13 13 damage yeah you take a massive chunk at this this bad boy Ooh, we need we need rolls like that we need yeah. rolls like that 
Yep, it's still up, but it looks extremely weak. It it doesn't seem like it's uh, it's able to stand up if you do a little bit more damage to it. Idiot. Edris, can you, can you move over here on your move? I mean, uh, if you would like me to, I certainly... I didn't know... Basically, uh, for, for our listeners, I'm kind of blocking the doorway so the two Akatas can't get to Raimi, Knack, and the two goblins, and um, Andis. Um, but if I step forward, uh, there's a there's like the captain's chair there, so I don't the, know if I can step forward. I, I, will, I will let you know this doorway is uh, wider than five foot. The, the, the bridge, multiple people can walk through it, so it's okay. uh, they, they could sneak by you in the, the way that you have oh, it. Okay. Right now. Just oh, FYI. So, sure, I guess, uh, you know, if Andis is saying, you know, move forward, then... What, are you trying to set up like a flank scenario? That's what I'm doing. Okay, so... I, I will step there. I will take a guard step. step further into the room. And now we are on to turn two with Mac. All right. That guy's almost down. Let's get him. And I want to target the the one that switching focus is flanking. Mm, nice. And good, uh, good choice. Do I get a flanking bonus being in the position I'm in now? You do not. No. You flanking is for melee. Okay. Awesome. So, um, I am actually melee range. I'm actually also going to do a swift action to uh, deposit my azimuth pistol into a cheek pouch and pull out my semi-auto pistol that I recently <laughs> acquired. So uh, I think it's a swift action to pull something out, but oh, then uh, I'm just gonna uh, pull it out. <laughs> yeah, you just drop your blaze pistol. Yeah, yeah. so you, you've got uh, an auto pistol too, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, and I'm Why going not? to attempt to fire that at the Akata. All right, do it, Nack. So that's a uh, nine plus three plus one. So that's thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, is exactly what you needed yes! against its KAC. Uh, yeah, yeah, you pull out this this auto pistol and just aim at center mass and blow this thing away. It is dead. Yes. Nice. Well it done. Very few hit points left. You did four damage. Ooh, yeah. That that Edros Nat combo. The wombo combo. Uh huh. With the bum fuzzle assist. <laughs> okay, so that is next turn. Not a wasted get him because if yeah. you did not have that one, it would have missed. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that was a good, that was a great call. And that is Andis' turn. Okay, so so do I have any sort of cover against this other Akata that's right next to me? Yes, you are in the door frame, so both you and it are going to be benefiting from uh, full cover. Okay, from full cover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're not technically on the bridge yet. You're still kind of halfway in the hall. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to... Can you still draw a weapon as a move, or as part of a move action? Yeah, yeah. If you got a plus one bab, that is something you can do. All right, so I'm going to move that and draw my last flask of salt water. Okay, oh, so you're, like, moving backwards and into the room. That can provoke an attack of opportunity if, if that's what you want to do. Uh, move, you mean moving from this square to the square? No, that one that one will not if you're just doing a guarded step, but if you're moving more. No, yeah, I'm, I'm moving more. Move. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a move action because you have to move more than 10 feet to draw something as part of the move. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you can step backwards into the hall still. Um, well, I mean, but, but, the, it, but the thing that's triggering it is exiting the square, right? Oh, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, it, yes, it okay. is. Okay, yeah, so, um, so I'll still have full cover against an attack. Yep, if, the, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Alrighty, rolling it. Oh, Natural oh, 20. Of course. On the dice. Uh, Give me those rolls. Uh, and I will take them. Here a- we go. Here we go. 
Alrighty, let's roll some damage here. So, not not anywhere close to max damage. Unfortunately, nine points of damage as this guy, once again, lays in a massive bite uh, on the arm as you're, like, trying to fumble and pull out this flask of salt water. Go ahead and give me that fort save. Alright. What's our negative to saving throws right now? Is it minus three on saving throws? Depends. For fort, uh, it's negative two. Okay. Right, okay, right, because it would be reflex. It would be. I will say, Jabert, you didn't use your, your birthday re-roll, though, yeah, no, from, from last no. week. I, know, I, I, I don't want to allow it to carry over, but at least while you're on the ship, you've got that re-roll, buddy. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's you're use not, it right now. You're going to want to use that re-roll, buddy. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Natural oh. one! Oh, oh the shame. Oh. No, 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 no. Uh, Andis runs and jumps out in airlock so he doesn't have to listen to you anymore. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, I love it so much. Just anything can happen in this game, which is why I enjoy it. It sucks. It doesn't do any, you know, anything worse to you yet. We'll talk about those in a little bit. But you take that attack of opportunity. You can keep moving. You can do, finish your action. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll do it. Uh, I'm going to throw the throw the vial at him. All right, throw that vial. So that minus three. So. That is a miss. Uh, oh. Seven on the dice. Going to be a miss, just like oh. just like Raimi's. All right, that is Andis' turn. Alindra, you got, you're got you fighting your own up here. Your own yep. little Lakata. Right, and I was thinking about throwing something. Maybe I should do that. I'm gonna take a guarded step back and throw a vial of water at this mm-hmm. thing. Well, it's the same thing that Andis just did to to pull it out. I don't think you can do a guarded step. You have to go at least ten feet to pull something out. So you would have yeah. to take a move action outside of the square, which means another attack of opportunity. You just stand. Okay, and then yeah, and just, gonna stab it. Just FYI, it's once again, it's a D six. Yeah, it's not <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's damage. not that big. Okay. Don't don't rely on the salt water. Yeah, my melee is probably better anyway. Alright, so I'm going melee to Melee attacks. Melee attack. Um Okay, so I rolled a seven. Not that's a negative three mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So. That's a miss. That's going to be a miss, unfortunately. You guys need to roll, roll some, some things higher than seven. I don't know what to tell you. We're going on to Akata's turn. This one right in front of you, Alindra, sees that you're trying to you know, bring this this energy blade against her. It's going to bite your arm off. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> I take that back. He's, he's going to try and bite the blade and three on the dice. Just fail miserably. A three is going to be a miss. I'm, I'm guessing against your, your KAC. And let's see. This guy's got some targets here. He's going for the big guy. Adrasvaranas. Guarded step forward. And I also roll a three. Yeah, there so, we go. Just going to take my 20 from that previous attack and and rest on those laurels and i'll let the turn order continue with goblin attacks yeah goblins. go goblins trying to get these guys to be combat effective goblins to be Edris combat looks, effective just looks over his left and see the two goblins taking aim and he's just like oh no oh no oh no not good if this is where i get shot in the back by a teammate it's gonna be it's gonna be right here Okay, their guns are just awful, but they, that's what they have to... With. Oh, you know what? Actually, they have... Yeah, they, they pull out these 
uh, little swords that, that are like basically kitchen knives and, and go after they they, uh, they run up and uh, are going to start yeah. stabbing at this one next to you at Edros. Probably going to have to roll really high here, but oh, yeah. hey, I 17. did! 17! Yes. For go one of their ones. little dog slicers and uh, of course, Cattywampus misses. He's going to miss every time. I guarantee oh, they're gonna they're gonna give me flanking if I take a guarded step. So yeah, so it just like digs into one of its paws, you know, it's like a little thorn in the cicada. <laughs> but uh, he does one point of damage. Awesome. Uh, and Raimi, your turn. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna fire uh, my laser rifle at the Akata next to uh, Adras. Okay. Once again, they have flame resistance, so it's do that much damage. Twenty three. Uh, 23 is a hit, though. Nice. Uh, well aimed and well struck. D8. D8. Seven. Let me give... All right. So it does take a couple ooh, couple points of damage here. But yeah, it seems uh, most of the, the laser blast is kind of just absorbed by its skin. Doesn't doesn't do that much. That is your turn. Adros, we're on to you. Adros is going to take a guarded step so that he is flanking with... Uh, is that... Is that uh, that's Bumfuzzle. No, no, no that's, that's the one that did Bumfuzzle one point of damage, what's, so what's he's our, the most combat effective. What's our turn order here? Right. I think the turn order is Nack, Nack Anda, Solyndra, Akata's Goblin, Rami, Adros. Okay. Uh, I'm, okay, uh, sorry, I'm getting confused as to which turn this is. Apologies. It's all good. Oh, We're on nothing. turn two. So, now, now that he is flanking with the most effective melee goblin, <laughs> I will not take so many minuses, so here we go. Doshko, that's an 11, plus 4... So, 15. That's a hit. Yay. <laughs> yes. D12. That's a 10. Nice. Uh, plus, that's 12 points of damage. Nice. That will, yeah, that's a that's a good um, goody amount. Yeah, you've seemed to draw this thing's attention right towards you, laying your Doshko into its back. He's coming back at you next turn for sure. But right now, we're on turn three, and it is next turn. All right, so Alindra, I'm sorry. I gotta give these guys over here uh, an extra bit of help with these goblins. The guy that's surrounded, get him! All right, so that is the one. Yep, we got two goblins. We got a dross. Finish him um, off. We'll do that wombo combo, Nack. <laughs> I don't what know. you got, Drew? I feel like Andis. Just remember when, when the crew was going up against the the giant mushroom marshmallow monster. They didn't give up. And you shouldn't either. <laughs> Stay in the fight. Hope that was an inspiring boost for you. <laughs> Seven points of stamina back to that's, Andis. That's, I mean, that's that's pretty good for stamina. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Also, that, <laughs> that story's totally canon. <laughs> that Halloween story. <laughs> it's now in, like, a regular episode, too. Uh, great. That is Drew. That's next turn. And speaking of Andis... Gotten that stamina back. It is your turn, Jabert. In my condition, if I use my laser rifle, I only do damage on an eight. Mm-hmm. So, what about um, what if you just provided herring fire instead? No, uh, that's not. And then because the, the next person to uh, herring fire is a minus two to their AC, right? Plus two to attack roll. Oh, oh, for uh, your right. for your covering, covering fire Ooh. is a plus two to AC against the target. Herring fire is a plus two. To the attack roll on the target so of a specific yeah. of a specific person. No, whoever attacks it next. No, yeah, so you're like, harrowing the Akata. The next attack on the Akata. So, like, if you shot at the Akata that is next to Alindra, then yeah, whoever Alindra's attacks, right after. Yeah, then she would get a plus two. You should do that. <laughs> 
something. It is an it is an AC fifteen, so it's it's no no automatic. I'm sure it hired right. That's that. I mean, even that requires me to, to roll like an eighteen or a nineteen. So. Yeah, because of all the minuses. Right. Sucks. Right. This I'm I'm quickly beginning to hate this game. Um, <laughs> but it up. Biting passion. Uh, <laughs> all right. Nope. I'm moving around. I'm pulling out my. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh so yeah. you, you're going to flank with Alindra in in her her fight against uh, this lone Akata. That is a that's a great strategy as well. Are you are you trying to attack with it? Yes. I'm trying to attack, beat him up with my bon- my fire. With my baton. All right, so you've rolled a ten on the dice. Yeah. You are flanking it. Mm-hmm. You got minus three, mm-hmm. uh, plus two for the, the the flank. Any other any other bonuses here? Well, plus one for my bab. Yeah. What's your final number there? Thirteen. Yeah, it's, it's thirteen. Thirteen is a hit. Yes. Okay. Against KAC. Good. So Good four points of damage. No, I'm seeing there. Yes. Yeah. Those. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Yeah. So this thing's this thing's not doing too well. It's bloodied. Good job, Andrus. Coming in with the Andrus baton. Alindra's turn. Alindra, it is your turn next. All right. I am fully photon attuned, but there is nothing I can do about it. Um, <laughs> just just hold on to the charge. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't do much good anyway because it's fire anyway. So okay. So I'm gonna melee attack thing, but I get a plus two for flanking now, right? Ooh, yep. 16 on the dice. Yeah, That's- okay, cool. So, d6, and I rolled Aww. a one. Womp womp. Yeah. I guess, it, well, it's two because of my damage bonus for photon attunement. And then minus one for yeah. your negatives, so. Unfortunately, yeah, there's not too much. You're, you're kind of bouncing your energy sword off this thing's back, and it is their turn. Akata's turn. Oh, no! One's gonna try and attack Alindra. Alindra, that is a hit, or six points of damage from this one right in front of you. Snack. And this one's gonna try and it obviously at Dross again because you almost killed it last time. Please don't. What's your 16? Yep, that is a hit. Ooh. Yeah, dang it. Okay. Four. I bet if my AC was full, it wouldn't have been. Four Sauce. points of damage. Four points of damage. All right. All right. And now it's Goblin's turn. Goblin attacky time. <laughs> uh, Come on, boys. Oh boy, they've got these these little little swords out, and that is a hit for Bumfuzzle. Yes, Bumfuzzle coming in huge, and that is a miss again for Cattywampus. Oh, Cattywampus! <laughs> so, Cattywampus. so that is a he that is a, a that is a twelve for for Cattywampus. It's a hit, or no? That's a it's a miss. Oh, okay. Still, <laughs> he wasn't flanking, unfortunately. Oh, so. okay. Great, and two damage from. Take it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that would have so cool. been, been too 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 good. Uh, Bumfuzzle is just yeah stabbing this thing in its backside. It doesn't even seem to notice back there. And <laughs> it is now Remy's turn. Miles, it is your turn. What do you want to do? I'm gonna fire magic <laughs> missile. Yeah! yeah, yeah, magic missile. You oh. know what's the, the best thing about magic missile? Can't miss. Can't miss. You just can't cannot. Miss. This thing is so weak. Miss. I gotta imagine. You get good damage here. <laughs> yeah, Maybe if you don't move, over. it's that 3d4 that you, you hear about. Yeah, right and one of them gets plus one. Oh, yes, yeah. for your your do it. spell hack. Do it, do it. One, two, three, four, five, six, 
seven points of damage? Is that what you're reading? Yes. What I'm reading? Yep. You kill it dead. Yeah. Good job, Remy. Remy coming in big. Wee. And now it's Adras's turn. All right, Adras will. She's gonna move five. Yeah, move right, right up to this creature. Moving up to the last Akata that's uh, yeah. currently being messed up by Andis and Alindra. The the double A combo. Yeah. And uh, take a big, take, I'll take a big swing here. Uh, and that's, I don't have flanking anymore, so that is going mm-hmm. to only be a 14. That's a hit. I'll take it. Another d12. Oh, terrible damage. Ooh. Four points of damage. Not enough to drop it. It is still dangerous, still up. But thankfully, we got, we got the savior of the party. It's an axe turn. All right, and I I can see this thing through the doorway, correct? Uh, yeah, back from the hallway where n- nothing dangerous is at. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last one in the room. Get it! And I'm gonna hit it with my semi-auto pistol again. Oh, here we go! Shooting, shooting through some friends here, so a little hard, a little harder, but. Oh, a 19 will do it, believe it or not, on the dice. That is a hit. And with three points of damage, yeah, you drill that bullet straight through its skull. It's dead. We're out of combat. The bridge is clear. This is the the coolest snack has ever been in in combat. (laughs) Yeah, apparently it's switching up guns. That's what did it for (laughs) you. Yeah, yeah, Nack, just keep using that, that, that. Semi-auto pistol. It's it's doing you it's doing you very well. <laughs> All um, right. Remy yeah, walks so. into the bridge. Say that wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, actually, that wasn't that bad. Uh, Edris is going to take a he's going to take a seat in one of these chairs and take a ten minute break. Knack <laughs> uh, is going to sit down in the captain's chair just because. Alendra is going to search the room. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cattywampus and yeah. Bumfuzzle start looting as well. As quickly as they can. Ooh, natural, natural twenty on my percept. Oh no! Natural twenty on mine too. <laughs> Fourteen. We wah, can see wah. everything. Natural one on mine. <laughs> oh man! You guys find the remnants of three more of these Akata cocoons. These knuckle uh, little like spheroids it looks like just large enough for one of these akata to crawl into and so that's three more bulk and 1500 credits worth oh of gosh. the very precious star metal we're gonna be uh, swimming I, I can take uh one or i can actually i guess i can actually take two but then i'll be or no i can only take one i can only take one I can, i'm carrying yeah. three already so i'm pretty sure yeah, I you can guys take all of them can carry them <laughs> yeah it's no problem <laughs> There's just three bulk. All right, I'll take them. Well, I, I, I said I'll take them. I got. I, I can. Okay, perfect. I got it. Great. We're cool. good. All right. Um, um Wumpus and Bob Fuzzle come up to you and says, "We did not find anything of value here. Just these stupid poop rocks." Um. Duh, but uh, we we thank you. Did you already clear the rest of the ship? As you said, this is this is the last of them. Uh, we'll take those poop rocks. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah, we, they, they didn't pick them up. They are just, like, kicking them around. Uh, okay. Over oh, those the, the ones rocks. we found. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, the ship is now cleared, and uh, we can try and figure out how to find transportation. 
Well, um, they, before we do that, let's see if we can find... We're on the bridge. Let's see if we can find out what happened to the crew, because that is what we're here to figure out alongside who has the greatest claim. Yeah. So yeah. the the bridge, uh, if you want to jump into its like main operating system, its main OS, uh, looking around here, I'll, I'll describe it. It's all transparent aluminum views showing a like about 30 feet worth of vast starfield in front of you. Very important to to see on, on these mining vessels. And you can see from the port side of the ship, the tether cables that are going down to the drift rock. There's a, uh, a collection of yellowish lights in the distance past that. You can tell is Absalom Station, just another speck out there in the, the void and the blackness. Uh, so it's a, it's a wide bridge and it looks like it's designed so you can visually scout out drilling sites. There are many command consoles here. It looks like a few different positions on the on the, the ship. Uh, this hat did have a crew, I think, a full complement of six. And yeah, it uh, these consoles direct the ship's different systems. Most of them are powered down. The main one, the captain's console, is powered up. Let's um, inspect the captain's console. Yeah. Someone who's good with these things, why don't you look at it? Yep. It does look like it is currently locked. It looks like there are it's a it's a pretty advanced computer system and there is some kind of key required key code to to access this. Uh, can I try to hack it? Yeah. Okay. Be a computer's check. Ah, oh, natural oh, one. <sighs> yeah. So you're you're tapping stuff out and things that normally work, maybe higher end computers that you're used to dealing with, just doesn't seem doesn't seem to work here. Uh, can can I give it a shot? Uh, yeah, you got computers as well. I do. Not as not as good, but we'll, well, we'll see how good it did be. <laughs> You're already sitting down in the chair right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that is a no. nine again as well. No. So oh no, uh, that's that's not going to do it. Maybe maybe Andis can give it a shot too. Or... We'll, we'll see how it goes. Beep that's boop. a thirty. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just. All right. And just steps over and it's just like uh, you know when data is typing on a uh, next generation it's like beep, 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 like eight eight hundred uh, words a, a minute and uh, yeah you are able to successfully unlock it bypass the the code and uh, you have all functionality of, of of the ship again so you can you know, open doors and boom 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 yep you do see a number of logs from like a uh, two weeks ago maybe I believe. Um, and that was around the time the Acreon showed up? I think the Acreon was about a week or so ago. Yeah, maybe two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, wow. No, there, there's a firewall on this computer system. It was a tier two computer, and you <laughs> hacked the ever-loading crap out of it. Mm. Didn't even find the <laughs> the key card that gives you a plus five bonus to this. You don't need that. You don't need that stinking bonus. <laughs> I don't believe in bonuses. <laughs> I take negatives for breakfast. Caddy Wampus is just <laughs> chewing on on the the Axis key card. He's just like this. This tastes bad. This this tastes bad. So uh, what did the logs say? Right. So there's a number of them. Great. So there's oh boy, five of them. Captain's log, first day, Eridus, three hundred seventeen, and it's it's the same captain you saw in the previous log, and you know he looks pretty normal. He's sipping on a beverage and says. We've locked onto the rock that the S.O. Jarls discovered. Scan showed some interesting readouts, and an expedition brought back some geodes. Probably pretty lucrative. We're attempting to hook her up now. Uh, we'll be a pretty handsome haul if we can pull it out of here. 
Uh, so that so these so these geodes that they found were probably these these knockwill pods, and they unknowingly brought these pods onto the ship. Captain's log, third day, Eridus, three hundred and seventeen. He he's looking, you know. There's like blood dripping down his face. He says, "They came out of the geodes. There, there's some kind of incubators. It attacked Mesa, nearly killed him, but we managed to smack it off, and it scurried into a duct." In the background, there's sounds of screaming and laser fire that can be heard. There are more. We we don't think we can fight them all off. We we've uh, locked them in in the aft of the ship. Captain's log, fourth day, Eridus, three hundred and seventeen. Now this is the same one that you saw. It's recorded back on the engineering bay. We've been overrun. Not many left alive now. It's not just the creatures. There's something else here. It killed Portico. I'm going to van our Atmo, see if I can slow it down a lot in a minute, break for it. If you're seeing this, do not go to the rock. I think it's waiting there to see what we do. Draws, you were right, you son of a Drachnoff. Captain's log, sixth day. Eridus 317. He, the camera is like very close on the captain's helmeted. He, you know, he's seems to be just in, in space behind him. and It's right up close on his face. And he says, final log, purge failed. Oxygen's running low. Nowhere is safe. We're going to the rock now. We have to kill it. Can't sleep. It got Charles in his sleep. It has to die. Autopilot engaged. Quarantine the ship. I'm sorry, Absalom. In transmission. Captain's log, seventh day. Eridus, 317. To be continued. Oh. I was going to say, that was the final log. How? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, attention. To, we got to go to the rock. Yep. Yes, you great, do. Great Nicholas Cage, Sean Connery delivery vehicle, buddy, buddy movie. Going and, to the rock, everybody. And here we thought that we were just gonna be able to. You know, we had two goblins we could just set out there. Yeah, I don't, they're I gonna don't take care. Of that, that should be fine. But just remember to ask the goblins if they found any med patches before we rest for another day. <laughs> hey, which don't we need to use those? I don't believe you guys survived the Acreon. You have cleared out the ship. How are you alive? <laughs> oh, speaking of which, <laughs> I tried so hard. Because Nack pulled out the pistol he's been waiting to use for, for weeks and uh, <laughs> pop, pop. Speaking of being alive, so how am I doing after that second failed save oh great question maybe that's something we can figure out next week when we play again Uh, but yeah you are not feeling too good all right feeling too good let's use those med patches yeah definitely let's wrap it up here though thank you guys for playing again tonight thank you for for gming GMing. battling through and uh and, and coming together finishing off the creon that's gonna do it for this episode let's say good night everybody You've been listening to Cosmic Crit, a Starfinder role-playing game actual play podcast. 
If you like what you hear and want to know more, find us online at CosmicCrit.com, where you can see our character sheets, read their backstories, and check out all of our art. Follow us online at CosmicCrit on the Twitter and the Instagram, or send us an email, uh, a question, a comment, or a critique at CosmicCrit at gmail.com. Our theme music is Epic Song by the band Alpha Brutal. You can find them online at alphabrutal.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, may all your crits be cosmic crits. Cosmic crits.